a spirit guide whisperer and a spiritual mentor, I help people understand and connect with their intuition and spirit guides all the time. On January 6th for the full moon in Cancer, I will be introducing to you one of my spirit guides that I've been working with for a really long time, the Egyptian goddess Isis. Um, we're going to be doing a transformational energy healing session through guided meditation. And I'm really excited about it. If you guys want to join us for that, sign up. The link is in the bio, as always. Um, if you didn't know, you listening to this, if you didn't know, you also have spirit guides who are very powerful and healing. But who are they? In this episode, I'm going to tell you. Welcome back to Cosmosis or Whatever. I'm your host, Celia or Celia Marie 1243. I am a fairy tarot sister. I am a shadow work slayer. I am an intuitive mentor. And on this podcast, we are exploring ways to heal and to grow and to live our best lives. So we talk about tarot and aliens and timeline jumping and spirit guides. And today we are going to talk about your spirit guides. Do you have spirit guides? Who are they? What are they? Why are they here? We'll talk about it all. So who are our spirit guides? What is a spirit guide? A spirit guide is a guide, surprise, who is a spirit, surprise, who is meant to guide you along in your life, right? Everybody has them, whether you know it or not, whether you're aware of them or not. And you can actually have hundreds or thousands of guides at a time. And don't let that overwhelm you because usually you're not going to be working with that many directly at any given time. Um, they kind of work on a rotational basis, just depending on what your needs are at the time. So for example, some of you may know of one of my spirit guides, like being Carl. Uh, that was actually the first extraterrestrial or quote unquote alien guide that I've ever worked with. And I started discovering who he was actually on TikTok Live, I think. I was channeling and he came through very clearly. And through continuous like connection, I learned more about him. I gave him a name. Um, and yeah, I found out who he was and why he was there to help me. Um, at that time, I was working a lot with extraterrestrial type of things. I was teaching people about star seeds. Um, and so, yeah, that's one of my spirit guides. But I haven't talked to him directly in a while. So spirit guides are kind of like Pokemon. <laughs> so like you collect different ones for different things, right? You're not going to use, I don't know, dang, I haven't watched Pokemon or played Pokemon in forever. You want to use um, Charizard and Squirtle for the same thing, right? You have to choose which one. And that's kind of how our spirit guides are. Except with spirit guides, you don't really have to catch them like you do a Pokemon you kind of just have to discover them and they are always going to be sending you signs and messages. Um, so you just have to be paying attention. And as y'all know, that's what I teach people how to do. So spirit guide can actually be a kind of general term that people use really loosely, people being myself included. 
Um, but there are different kinds of spirit guides, right? There's kind of like a hierarchy, if you will. So in this episode, I will be breaking down that hierarchy after this. So our spirit guide hierarchy, we are going to start with the ones that are closest to us and then move up to kind of like the higher frequency guides, right? Each of these are going to be kind of on a different level and this is actually going to be a good order to start working with them in more or less right so first up we have our higher self so i think i mentioned it before but i'll say it again all of these are spirit guides but they're different kinds of spirit guides um i'll get more into it afterwards just a disclaimer so your higher self is your consciousness, right? This is your intuition. This is the one that's closest to you. This higher self is all-knowing. It is a representation of your past and present and future self, but it's like this really ominous, like all-knowing being, right? It is you, but just every aspect of you. Um, and so extremely wise, right? It's basically your intuition. Um, they may or may not look like you, and that can probably be a separate episode all its own. Um, but if you are feeling kind of out of alignment, if you're feeling like you can't trust your intuition, your first line of defense is your higher self. I really stress to people um, working with their higher self first because if you don't have a good connection with your higher self, some of these other spirit guides that I'm going to name, it'll be hard to work with them because you haven't basically building a relationship with your higher self is going to give you like a bond of trust my higher self personally is my um my guardian or my gatekeeper and so for those of you guys who have studied mediumship with me you guys will know that your gatekeeper guide is one that basically helps you sort everything out it's kind of like a bouncer um, but if you don't have a good relationship with your higher self, it's going to be very difficult for you to try to decipher other of these types of guides that I'm going to name. So that's important. Higher self first. Um, and then we move on to ancestors, right? So next up is your ancestors or past loved ones, as I'll say sometimes. Um, and your ancestors are people from which you have descended, right? They are your family, but dead. Um, <laughs> they are your grandmas and grandpas and, you know, whoever has passed away who's related to you. I have known, you know, people who are um, adopted or stuff like that, and they kind of have, they get fuzzy around the ancestor thing. So the cool thing is your ancestors also may not necessarily be related by blood as far as I know. They may also be um, blood related. I think some, or sorry, they might not just be blood related. Some of them may be um, adopted. And I think some people would argue that, that, you know, your adopted ones are spirit guides. But if it's family um, and beyond like just chosen family, right? Because we have that. But um, they would be considered your ancestors in my scope right? So, and your ancestors can go all the way back to these don't have to be people that you know, right? So if you have a grandma or a grandpa who passed away, yes, they're your ancestors, but your great, 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 great grandmother 
is also your ancestor. You may not know anybody that knows anything about her, but she's still your ancestor. There's even, you know, our ancient ones as far as our lineage goes back. And yeah, you don't have to personally know them or know about them. Um, it does help, especially when you're starting ancestral veneration. Um, next month in January, we're going to have a class on setting up ancestral altars. Um, and I'll talk a little bit more about that in the class. Um, and so like for me, I connect with your ancestors in my mediumship sessions, but it's going to be mostly ones that the person knows. Um, not all of them are created equal. I feel like I really need to say that. Basically, if somebody wasn't shit in life, they might not be shit in death either, in spirit. Hello, okay, let me say that. Like, you have to be careful of what ancestors you work with. This isn't to scare anybody. It's just a fair warning, right? If you have... I'll use an example of an actual client that I have. If you have an uncle who terrorized you while he was alive, if he is not done with his soul's evolution in spirit, he may also still come to you and have that essence. So it's very important that when you're working with ancestors, you set the intention that you want to work with ancestors who are only there for your highest good. And it's the same like I was talking about earlier with the Pokemon <laughs> reference. There's going to be different ancestors for different things. If I'm trying to manifest money, I probably won't be giving offerings for that to an ancestor who is broke all the time, right? If I'm learning how to cook and I want an ancestor to help me with that, I'm not going to channel an ancestor that didn't know how to cook, right? So that's like the Pokemon thing. You have to know which ones you can work with for what stuff. Sometimes that can get fuzzy when you don't know who they are. But through intuition, um, I've helped a lot of people um, through mediumship and stuff like that figure out who ancestors might be, even if they didn't necessarily know them. Or even just talk to the ancestors that they did know, connect them with them, give them messages, and figure out what they want as far as offerings and stuff like that. Okay, so next up we have our spirit guides. So I know I talked about all of these categories being spirit guides, but I tend to call this category just spirit guides. So these ones are the ones that aren't necessarily related to you, but they are still your guides. So this is going to be, some of them can be, I guess, relatives technically, friends, acquaintances, maybe from your past lives, right? And the thing about spirit guides, why they kind of work like a Pokemon too is, and why different ones come in and out of your life is you have a soul contract to fulfill in this lifetime. Before you chose to come down here, you laid out the lessons that you wanted to learn. And chances are you kind of got together with your spirit guides and um, you guys kind of planned out when they would come through and how they were going to help you, right? It's my understanding that spirit guides may also, just depending on who they are, may also have things that they need to achieve karmically um, as spirits, right? They have different things that they need to do, just like we have things we need to do on earth. 
So um, if I need to learn, you know, how to have more compassion, there may be a guide who comes in who is supposed to teach me that, but they're also learning how to teach. You know what I mean? Hopefully that makes sense. So some of these spirit guides could have been imaginary friends. Um, I include dragons, fairies in the spirit guide kind of like tier, right? Um, when I need protection, I have dragon guides that come through, which brings up elementals, right? Or your animal spirit guides. Um, animals that may like kind of follow you or they just really feel like they're showing up all the time, those are probably going to be an elemental for you, a familiar. It's going to be um, a spirit guide for you that has a message or has energy that you need to tap into. So when you are getting that, you know, when you like see an animal a lot, like you keep seeing butterflies and you're like, what is that? Or you keep seeing like bears and it doesn't have to be in person, right? This could be in your dreams. This could be in social media. You could hear the word bear. You could see them. You could see a logo that has one on it. You have to kind of think out of the box, but it's all connected, right? That's what the podcast is all about. Everything's all connected. Um, and it's not coincidental that you are seeing so many of them. So that will kind of give you an idea of who those animal guides are for you. Um, I know, there, so yeah, there's been a different kinds of guides that you can have, like, for example, Rebecca is one of my guides. I haven't worked with her in a little while, but when I first was getting to know my guides, Rebecca um, appeared to me and I asked her who she was and she actually said she was a spirit guide for me when I was in junior high. Now I was severely bullied in the first couple of years of junior high um, and I'm not gonna lie to you, it did not feel like I had a guide there, but through talking to Rebecca, I realized that she was there even though I wasn't aware of her. So that's another kind of spirit guide that can be there for us. Okay, next up we have starseed guides, right? Um, these are usually very, very high frequency beings. Okay, and there's a reason why I did this kind of like in a hierarchy um, because, you know, our spirit guides, yeah, they're like, I feel like spirit guides are like, I don't want to say learning how to be ascended masters who we'll talk about later, but like they're kind of like a teacher's aid almost, I feel like. Um, anyway, starseed guides, those are our extraterrestrial guides. So like I said, very, very high frequency. So these are guides that are going to come from different planets and stars like Sirius, Arcturus, um, you've probably lived on the planets that they've come from or you really need to tap into the energy of the planets that they've come from. Um, a lot of times they're going to be associated with your light worker mission. If you have starseed guides who start to appear to you, that's they're probably really pushing you towards your light worker mission. Um, they can appear human though and some of the starseeds are actually kind of just like human-like. Um, so they may appear to you human if you don't really know what to look for. A good point to make about that too is that all different guides, all of the ones that I have mentioned, will appear different possibly to different people. Um, 
Some of them might not appear at all, just depending on what your psychic abilities are. If you do not have a strong gift of sight, then you may hear them instead, or you may just know that they're there. You just get the download of the information, or you may have like a feeling, right? And those are about the different um, clairs, the different psychic abilities. So when I say see, I really just mean perceive, but their appearance can be different. Um, it's all energy, right? And our energy shifts and it kind of suits to what you will understand. So I have had people's guides, um, you know, show up to me a certain way, but they're showing up to them slightly differently. But that's because we have, we're coming from different frames of reference, right? Um, a lot of times I will get spirit guides for other people who kind of show up as movie characters. Not that they're actually that movie character, but they're trying to show what kind of energy they have, the same kind of essence. And that same thing happens in um, my mediumship readings. Like I'll have somebody and they'll bring up a movie character that they kind of, if I bring it up to the client, then the client will know, oh yeah, her energy was exactly like that. Um, my higher self, she has looked different at different times. So if I am more working on my starseed stuff, all the extraterrestrial things, she starts to look a little bit more alien-like, right? In my mind, and that's going to be different for different people. Um, and then sometimes if I'm working on, you know, getting into my cultural roots, sometimes she'll be showing up wearing traditional like cultural regalia or something like that. Um, it's important to also note that some of your spirit guides may not have ever had a name or even a body. Um, your spirit guides can literally just be a ball of light, right? Or they could show up to you as a person or somebody who looks like somebody, even if that's never how they've looked. It's just going to be something, again, that you can relate to, something that you probably feel kind of comfortable with. Um, I've had guides that are kind of scary looking to people. Um, they weren't actually scary. There was nothing wrong with them, but the way that they looked would have been scary to the person. Um, so they don't actually show themselves. They just gave other messages. So that's a good example of how they might kind of like change their appearance or their form, um, to present themselves to you. Okay. So then we have ascended masters okay that's next up on the spiritual guide hierarchy ascended masters so these are very very old souls they're very wise and these are ones who have completed their incarnation cycle okay so for example a spirit guide who was like maybe i don't know your brother in a past life who's guiding you in this lifetime they agreed, okay, well, I'm not going to come to earth in this lifetime. I'm going to be up there. I'm going to guide you. They still may have more incarnations that they need to come down to earth for. But ascended masters, they are done incarnating on earth. So they just dwell in those higher realms perpetually, right? Um, we incarnate to evolve, to learn lessons. And so once you're an ascended master, you have ascended to the point where you don't need to evolve anymore. Um, so yeah, they can help humanity just in general. They can help, you know, all of us 
um, but they can also come to us as groups or individuals. They come from all different races, all different cultures. So some examples of some ascended masters might be Buddha. Jesus is actually an ascended master, which I think is funny um, because people always like, oh, well, have you accepted Jesus as your savior? And what I, like, it, there's a lot of different ascended masters um, that I've worked with and Jesus is one. Kuan Yin, Krishna, those are all ascended masters. Okay, so then we move to angels and archangels. So those are like the winged people. <laughs> um, I think that's more of like a Hollywood portrayal of them. A lot of times when I see angels, they do show up to me that way with like the wings and the white and the gold. But a lot of times they will morph afterwards or sometimes they will just show up as like balls of light for me. From what I've heard from other people, angels also do not always show up like that. I also know that there are, you know, darker angels and stuff like that. We won't get into that in this episode. Um, but some people say that angels haven't lived any human lives, that they are just, you know, in not incarnations. They are just like f completely assigned. <laughs> Sorry, I just had like a brain fart. Um, they are like completely assigned to just helping us from the higher realms. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm not really sure about how I feel about that because I feel like it's different on a case to case basis. And I do know that in the case of like ascended masters or even deities, which we will talk about next, um, you can kind of work your way up the ladder. Not everybody will, but some people can, right? So you can go from being an ascended master to an angel or you can go from being an angel to a deity or an ascended master to a deity. That's kind of my understanding. I'm not going to lie. I don't have like a clear cut way of like how it works, but that's my understanding of it. Um. Okay, so last but not least, we have our deities. So that's going to be our gods and goddesses. Like I said, in my understanding, they can be elevated from ascended masters they can come from different cultures and different religions. So, you know, they have Hawaiian gods and goddesses, Pele, Hina, Lono, um, Greek goddesses and gods, Aphrodite, Artemis. Artemis is one of the ones that I've worked with. Um, Apollo, um, Egyptian goddess, goddesses and gods, um, Anubis, Horus, Isis. I mentioned Isis at the beginning of this. That's one of my... One of my guides that I work very closely with for the past couple of years, and like I said earlier, I really want to share that energy. She has a super motherly, healing, magical type of energy. She has helped me a lot with my magic, but also I feel like she is stepping into a more maternal role, especially in this meditation that we're going to be doing on January 6th. So if that sounds like something that you are in need of, a little heart chakra healing, or maybe a lot, probably a lot of heart chakra healing, then join us for that meditation. You can sign up on my website, um, January 6th, 2023. If you're listening to this after that, you can catch us on the next full moon for a different type of meditation or healing ritual. We do it every full moon. So I hope that this has helped you guys understand a little bit more about your guides. If you want to get into who your guides are specifically, 
Um, that'll have to be a different episode and it really is on a case-by-case -case basis, trying to understand who they are, um, knowing how to communicate with them. That's all relative to you and your energy. I can always give you a reading to help you out or you could stay tuned for more content. But like I said, I hope this helped and I will catch you guys in the next one. Bye.